Hey, what's up? Like, totally time for 90210. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the 90210 show. My name is Mark. With me, as always, is my fidgeting girlfriend, Carol. How are you doing today, Carol? Hey, what's up? I'm about to spend a good week here. It is September 12th, 1997. It is. And we watched an episode of 90210 titled Snowbound. A little early in the year for that. Yeah, but it's... The other kind, kind of, of snow, snowbound. yeah. <laughs> yes, Miss uh, Kelly, as we predicted, mm-hmm. is holed up with Colin. Yeah. With the cocaine. The cocaine... She is now a cocaine addict. I don't... A bad one. I don't think that she does a very good job of acting like she's on drugs. Jenny Garth? Yeah. Yeah, no. (laughs) She gets this voice. It's like, I'm a little girl, and can I have some more cocaine, Daddy? (laughs) Like, that's, that's what she sounds like. Right? That's her, I'm... Like, it almost sounds like... A very stereotypical drunk voice mixed with like, I don't know, Betty Boop or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's not it's not good. No. Good news, Jenny Garth's probably never been on cocaine. Right. <laughs> because she has no idea what it does. Well, and you know, I'm sorry, but like the the other people in charge of the show probably haven't either. Like one of the few in Hollywood right. writing staff. So. I don't I mean like I maybe I'm wrong. I don't have a ton of experience in this area, uh-huh. but the episode starts with them waking up next to a bunch of coke on the nightstand. Right. On a mirror. I don't think people generally do lines and then fall asleep. I don't think it works like that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Typically, you're not going to go to bed with a pile of cocaine next to you. Right. You would do the pile of cocaine, stay up for several days, and then go to sleep. Like, at one point later in the episode, Kelly says she feels like she hasn't slept for days, and Colin's like, you haven't. And that makes more sense. Yeah, what is this? This takes place over the course of, what, a week? I don't know. But um, she's not going to school. Like, he tries to wake her up for class. He's like, you going to school? And she's just like, no, I can't move. Right. Like, that's not good. <laughs> She just doesn't give a shit about anything. I mean, it's not the first time I've heard that, you know, a woman wake up in my bed saying they can't move. Uh, you're so funny. <laughs> anyway, um, she decides instead of going to school yeah. that they're going to rent a limo and go shopping with the money that her dad gave her. Correct. Which he gave her, like, it sounds like a long time ago. Like, she's just been sitting on it for, like, a week or two. I don't know. She's been doing cocaine for a while. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, that sounds like a fun day, I guess. <laughs> yep. <laughs> to rent a limo and go shopping. Well, on cocaine. And then go to a fancy dinner and not eat it. Yeah. They got that part right, I guess. He he ordered, what do you order, lamb chops or something like that? Yeah, something. Some kind of meat. And then he's like, I only ordered it for the booties. Yeah, they because they put little... <laughs> It's, like, grotesque almost when you think about it. Yeah. It's like, uh, here, um, I'm going to order the veal. Can you bring it out in a stroller? Right. What Ew. the fuck? Gross. And then she ordered um, 
risotto yes. with truffles. Correct. And then she was digging the truffles off of the risotto. Apparently truffles are some sort of mushroom. Yeah, like the fancy expensive kind that like pigs have to like sniff out or whatever. Yeah, I've heard that before. So Truffle hunting. Now, I think mushrooms are nasty. Agreed. But I've never had a truffle. I've had truffle, candy truffles, but never a mushroom truffle. I've never had, oh, I know what you're talking about, okay. I've never had a truffle either. So maybe that tastes better than a regular mushroom, I don't know. But she didn't seem interested in it at all. I doubt I'll ever eat one. <laughs> yeah, me either. So, I, so basically she got a bed of rice. Right, but she didn't eat any, neither of them ate anything, and then he just threw some money on the table and they left, and this is a fancy-ass restaurant. Like, how much money did that cost? Right. What a waste. And she's also like, I don't know how you can eat meat. Uh, is she a vegetarian? Yeah. Because we, when did they say that? I, I, I don't know. I feel like we always kind of, like she always has been. I, all right. Like, I feel like I, I knew that. that. Yeah, I don't remember that. I don't remember her ever eating any meat. Like, not that I paid that much attention. Poor Colin. Um, so. <laughs> Jesus. So... so. They're on a uh, a big time cocaine binge. Oh yeah, and then at the at this restaurant, Kelly went in the bathroom and finished their coke. Oh yeah, and he's pissed, and she's like, "Well, you've been going through it twice as fast as I have," which I don't think is true. I mean, I feel like she probably is just making some excuses. Racing between uh, couples is a uh, a theme of this episode, right? The who's who's going faster through the cocaine? Who's going faster in cars? And then she's like, well, that's okay. We'll just go buy more. Like, like, does Coke grow on trees in her yes, mind? Yes, it does, actually, technically. Does it? Yes. Cocaine grows on trees. Yeah, essentially, yes. I thought it was, like, plants that grew out of the ground. What do you think trees are? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, you know, like a flower or a bush, you know, you plant it and it... <laughs> Shut up, okay? <laughs> please, please explain all the all the botany that you have absorbed over the years. Is it a tree? Does cocaine grow on a tree? I need to know this. <laughs> it's from a, a cocoa plant. Uh-huh, but is it a tree? I, I don't know if it's technically a tree or not. Okay, thank you. That's all I'm trying to say here, okay? Not a tree. So, anyway, yeah. his normal dealer is apparently out or whatever. Uh-huh. So he's like, I can't get more. But, you know, God forbid they actually run out, so they're going to go score some in some neighborhood in a limo. That's so stupid. Like, hey, let's go buy drugs in a limo. That doesn't look suspicious. Right. Although, there was that one episode where Valerie was pretending to be a hooker and that guy was coming. And, uh, you know. Wait, 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 what? <laughs> what? Valerie was pretending to be a hooker and some guy was coming? In a limo. He was oh, coming lim- to pick up prostitutes <laughs> oh, in a limo. Gotcha, okay. Yeah. Jeez. Oh, I remember. I remember that episode. So, I mean, I guess, you know. With crime. Jonesy. Yeah, I guess crime is happening in limos. But <laughs> it would not be my first thought. That's all I'm saying. Is that the fucking the OJ story or something like that? I guess crimes happen in limos. <laughs> Sounds like an introduction to Hollywood. Right. 
The Hugh Grant story. So, oh my gosh. So, he finds some dude at a magazine stand. Mm -hmm. This seems really weird. This does not seem how it should go. This guy came out of uh, fucking Easy Rider, by the way. Right. This guy came out of 1974. With his, like, I, I, it looked like, almost like he was wearing a deerskin jacket. Like, he was fucking Chris Christopherson. <laughs> I don't know what was going on. And Colin's just under his breath, like, I hear things come through here. Can you help me? It's like, yeah, like, magazines. What the fuck? So, he, he agrees, and he takes him into a alleyway mm-hmm. and leaves him. He's like, don't move until I get back. Like, what happens if he moves? Like, he sounded so dangerous. <laughs> Right. Riding. Like, what do you Don't mean? you dare move a muscle. <laughs> the entire area around him is trapped. Right? It was so weird. And then apparently it wasn't really Coke. They get back and try to do it, and it tastes. And Kelly's like, it tastes funny, and I'm not getting a buzz at all. Like, it's well, fucking baby powder or something like that, baby formula. Or whatever, I don't know. Who knows? Like, something they snort up their nose. They don't even know what it is. That's so dangerous. So then he calls his dealer and says he'll pay double if he just gives him some. Yeah, that's the thing is like he couldn't use his regular dealer because they they did all their drug dealers drugs. Right. <laughs> that's the kind of bender that they're on. <laughs> so now they're into the dealer's personal stash. Yeah, that they're going to pay double for. And finally, at some point, Kelly gets tired and wants to go to sleep. <laughs> She's like, I can't sleep because of the light. And he's like, that's not why you can't sleep. Right. <laughs> oh, so he's like, here's some downers. It'll help. Like, that's great. He just gives her a fistful of barbiturates. Okay. Yeah, we have no idea. Just a handful of bills. Oh, my God. This girl. And then he says, go drive home. No, she says, I want my own bed. I'm going to go now. Yeah, like, so what the fuck, Kelly? I thought that was going to be a thing. Like, I thought that yeah. was going to be, but no. Apparently, well, yeah. Apparently, you can just drive on drugs, and it's cool. Well, there was a lot of car stuff in the episode, too, so it really seemed like it would have fit in and everything. But yeah, Absolutely. no. She, she does make it. So when they went shopping, mm-hmm. they bought presents for all their friends. Yeah, for the cast. Including Valerie, which was like the huge red flag to Valerie and right. <laughs> something's wrong. And they spent a ton of money. Like she got brand have you heard of this fucking pen before? Mont Blanc, yes, of course. Okay. Yes, of course. Like you travel in that circle. Of course I know about the fancy pens. Fuck you. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> What? What a fucking setup. You ask me if I've heard of this pen. I respond yes. And you're like, fuck you. Because it's some stupid rich How dare you fucking know something? Holy shit. It's a pen. Yeah, Yeah, I travel in the Mont Blanc circles. It's ridiculous. I'm not. I'm not proud of it, but I was part of a Mont Blanc gang when I was in high school. <laughs> Holy shit! Ugh. It's like, but that's like saying, like, have you heard of a Rolex watch? And me being like, yeah, of course. And you being like, like you fucking travel in those Rolex circles. <laughs> Fuck you. Oh, ow, ow. 
It's like if it's a very famous luxury <laughs> brand for pens, like very famous fountain pens. Why do you need a Mont luxury Blanc. pen? What I don't differentiates a regular big pen uh-huh. from a fancy ass pen. They they said this one was sterling silver. I mean, that's a difference. But like, why do you need that? Why does anybody need that? I don't know. Why is a Patek Philippe watch better than a Seiko? I don't know. I don't know. I've never heard of either of those brands. You never heard of a Seiko watch? No. The calculator watch? You know? Okay. Uh, I don't know. I, the, all I know is the most of the Mont Blanc pens, I think, are, are uh, fountain pens. So mm-hmm. They're not ballpoint pens. You have to actually buy ink for them. Okay. And then they, you know. I I will say, it wasn't a Mont Blanc, but I did have uh, someone for one of my birthdays bought me a a fancy, you know, like quill liquid pen, like not ballpoint. Or, okay. You know, I didn't really use it much. I don't think you really do. It's just kind of like a showcase piece, right? But because I write, they were like, hey, this would be a good gift or whatever. Okay. I assume because he's a writer, it's the same, same kind of thing. Well, then, let's see. She gave David internet in a box. That's right. He was so excited. Internet in a box? He'd been saving up for it. <laughs> what in the fuck is internet in a box? I, I need to AOL know this. <laughs> I, I found this on the street, David. I mean, do you think it's just like they don't have internet in their house and this is going to let him now access it or what? Like, that's so weird. Internet in a box. And yeah, like AOL disk, that's that's all I ever <laughs> I think it's so I think the internet in a box thing is like the the thing you need. The modem? Yes. That thing that goes right. like a dying cat. That's right, yeah. I think that's what it is. Hmm. So I basically think it's just that yeah thing. It's surprising that they have to fucking call it internet in a box. It sounds like like party in a box or you know, like yeah, but it's internet in a box. Okay. But you can't fit the internet in a box. Like, I don't, I just just don't understand. Maybe you need to run in the internet in a box circles. (laughs) Right? So you can learn more about it, Carol. I guess I do. (sighs) You can't fit the internet in a box. That should be its new tagline. (laughs) The internet, you can't fit it in a box. You cannot. Steve Allen would never be able to guess it. What were the... <laughs> Is there a ghost in front of you? <laughs> Suddenly she just reached out as if she was falling a great distance. Look, needed a lifeline. Oh my god. <laughs> Sorry. Oh. No, I just, I just realized I couldn't remember the other gifts. <laughs> you got caught up in the Mont Blanc pen. Steve got driving gloves. Oh, yeah, okay. And Claire got something else with driving. Claire got a purse. But she said, oh, because it matches her car. Yeah. Claire got, they call it the Barbie car, but it's not a Barbie car. She's right. Barbie drove a pink Corvette. It's like a Mazda Miata or something like that. And it's red. Uh, Valerie got a, a mirror, like a hand mirror. <laughs> Which is funny because it's kind of a dig. Yeah, it is kind of. <laughs> there you go, you self-absorbed bitch. Right. <laughs> There's a silver mirror. 
That was funny. Did Donna get anything? She wasn't there. I don't remember. Or was she? I don't know. Whatever. I, um, she did. Yeah. They said save these for the others, but I don't think we ever actually saw Donna's gift. Yeah. But yeah, so they spent lots and lots and lots of money on gifts for people in a limo. And then, oh, they had sex in the limo. Yep. So, you know, yay for them, I guess. I don't know. I thought it was really funny that they're fucking talking about it. And then they put the divider up. Yeah. Like, so now he knows what you're doing back there. I, I'm sure that there are, lim- I'm sure limo drivers see that a lot. I yeah. mean, don't see it a lot because people put the divider up. Right. I'm sure that they they know that's happening a lot. Would that weird you out to be driving and know people were having sex behind you? Probably not. Not a limo. You'd just expect it. If I was driving a really, like a compact. <laughs> or an elbow could catch me or something. Then right, right, right. Probably be a little, <laughs> little wary, but no. Yeah, I, I think that's just an expected thing. Huh? Have you ever had sex in a limo? No. Absolutely not. Okay. What? Well, no, I mean, no, the way just... you said it, it sounded like a lie. No, well, no, I'm just thinking about like Kelly was talking about how she like grew up with limos. Her dad always had limos. She went to her first day of school in a limo. Right. So no big deal. And then Colin's like, oh, you know, we only had limos if somebody died or like when I went to my prom. I'm from the slums, you know, Rochester, New York. Right. But I mean, I'm not from the slums and I uh, hadn't been in limos much. Like, no, but at the all. way he says it, he says it like it's yeah. dirt. Yeah. And so Rochester, New York is a fine place. Well, compared to Orange County, wherever the fuck they're from, Beverly Hills. Yeah, um, compared to, uh, you know, the following the money. Yes. Like, I've been in a limo for my friend's wedding. Okay. That's that's it. What about promenade? I didn't go to prom. Oh. Yeah. No limo for promenade. Mm-hmm. It was cool, though. And, like, my mom... Okay. Talk, well, no, I'm saying being the limo. Oh. And, like, okay. my mom talks about how she's never been in a limo and she wants to and stuff, like, and she's, like, you know, old. So, yeah. Wow. We, we don't do limos. Interesting. Just saying. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so you've never had sex in the limo? No. All right. No, I did not sneak off to the limo during my friend's wedding to have sex. I feel like that would have been rude. <laughs> Depends on when. During the middle of the ceremony. <laughs> right. So, okay, what else is going on in this episode? We did know. Kelly. Oh. You think Kelly's done? No. So she goes home. <laughs> yeah, go <ahead. laughs> she goes home. She drives home all like on her downers. Can I say Valerie has been t- trying to tell people all episode. Oh, yeah, the whole time. That they're both on cocaine and everyone's like, not Kelly, not our Kelly. Oh, yeah. Kelly would never do that. And, like, she's not going to school. She's mm-hmm. not coming home. Yeah. You what? haven't seen her in forever. Her 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 uh, routine has completely changed. Her boyfriend is on drugs and she's over there. Yeah. Like, why would you not think that? But then, yeah, she comes home and Donna's t- trying to talk to her. She's like, yeah, you know, this whole thing with Joe and, and everything with his heart and She's like, what's her name? Is not paying attention at all. Kelly. Yeah, she's just walking away from her. And Donna's like, uh, I haven't seen you in forever, and I really need your advice. And she's like, I'm too tired for this right now. And then the music gets all like kind of like 
sinister and oh whatever and don't like even that. get me started on the fucking music in the show now so it's so funny though because it's like the juxta what i was thinking of the juxtaposition of it is like oh i haven't seen kelly in a long time she's at her cocaine addict boyfriend's house all the time she's not coming to class ah, she can't be on cocaine it's like kelly doesn't want to gossip yeah, right <laughs> oh no something's wrong yeah as soon as as soon as she doesn't want to talk to donna then it's like oh right. <laughs> yeah that was funny so the reason donna wants to talk to kelly is because she starts out the episode talking to her dad about her boyfriend's heart which i feel like is really inappropriate and right. i feel like he could get in trouble for that but here's all your boyfriend's uh, pertinent medical information right and he's he's explaining to her and this is what he says and i know you you had a reaction to this he says uh medicine is not an exact science yeah and he's like you know i heard something it was subtle you know you never know the other doctor thinks something different blah 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 like yeah maybe some of the stuff is not like i i get the tenor of what he's trying to say where it's like we can't always know right sometimes we make educated guesses based on you know what we hear based on evidence stuff like that but you can't say that medicine's not an exact science it literally is an exact science right it's not like anthropology, you know, or whatever, where it's it is it literally isn't an exact science. There's or psychology where there's room for interpretation and stuff. Right. It's not like that. There are right answers and wrong answers. Just because he doesn't know what the right answer is doesn't mean there isn't one. Right. And so, like, basically, she says, well, what would somebody usually do in this situation where you have the one doctor saying there's something wrong and another doctor saying there's not? And he said, well, normally somebody would get a third opinion yeah, or error on, on the side of caution. And she's like, well, Joe's not doing either of those things. And he goes, I know. I, well, read, the, I read the script. On it. <laughs> no, but he's like, oh, just give him time, blah, blah, blah. Time? Like, his heart's a ticking time bomb is yeah. the whole point. Right. So, yeah, she's very nervous. And then she fucking stupidly talks to Brandon about it. Yeah. If you have a secret, you don't talk to Brandon. No. Like, even before he was a reporter, he was not a good secret keeper. Absolutely not. And now he's a fucking reporter, and he's dating a reporter. Yeah, Susan Keats. I hate her so much. (laughs) You liked their relationship so much before. Yeah, now I don't. She can die in a fire. Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) You can join your fucking sister, Susan. Oh, wow, I forgot about that. Yeah, earlier in the episode, Brandon and Susan were jogging together, which, like, when did that start? And they see somebody who was in a traffic accident on the ground, and they're covering them with a sheet. Yeah, she's fucking done. Yeah. It reminds me, real quick, before you continue, it reminds Mm -hmm. me of a time that I was driving on the highway with a couple of friends of mine, and there was a... It's just a horrific car accident on the side of the road. And you we could see they were put you know, they put somebody they had somebody on a gurney and the covering in the sheets. There was a little girl there crying. Uh they put the you know, they're putting the the stretcher in the back of the ambulance and the ambulance drives away with no lights. So, I mean Yikes. Guy's dead, right? And my I'm like, Oh god, that's so terrible. And my friend says We'll look at the bright side and we all look at him and like, like, you know, you know, what the fuck are you talking about? He goes, he's in heaven now. Mm. 
Unless he was an asshole. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it reminded me of that scene. Yeah. Well, it reminded Susan of something, too. Yep. She starts freaking out because she's flashing back to jogging with her sister and her sister running ahead and getting hit by a car and being killed. Yeah, this, and we don't see the car accident. No. We just, we hear it off screen because we do see the flashback and we see her sister. This could have just been a story she told. <laughs> it could have been, yes. They didn't need to hire an actress for this. It didn't add anything. Yeah, but that's how they like toned flashback. That's how they like to do their storytelling, you know? They yeah. do flashbacks a lot in this show. They do. Well then we get to see we but we got to see uh who the actress that plays Susan's sweet acting abilities. Oh Jesus. When she goes, No <laughs> It was almost as good as uh Dylan's Muppet screaming oh, when his God, dad yeah. died. Yeah, they don't they they they've made bad choices as to which actors actors are gonna do the very dramatic moments. Yeah. Because they're not good at it. Yeah, it's no good. Um, But that's, like, all. Like, okay, we talk about it, and then we move on, and that's it. Like, why? I, I mean, I get, okay, the other thing going on that's car-related <clears throat> is Steve and Claire. Yeah, you're, um, you're doppelganger, Claire. <laughs> they're They're going on a street race because she got her new sporty red car, and her he dad ca- bought it for her because she's on the Dean's list. Yeah, because she got good grades. Yeah. Like, these rich-ass people were pissing me off this episode with all their... It's like they right. wipe their asses with money. Right, exactly. Because, like, okay, they do this. They, they have their fancy-ass cars. They go racing. They get pulled over. They get tickets. They don't even flinch. They don't even care. Like, The she- cop pulls them over, and she goes up to him, and she's like, hey, um... First of all, she gets out of her car before he says that she can get out of her car yeah. or whatever. It's like, yeah, if you were poor, you'd be shot instantly. Right. And she's like, hey, before you pull this over, which one of us was ahead? <laughs> and he tells her. Yeah. He kind of smiles. I was like, you you were, miss. That's like, oh, to be rich and white. Right. So, yeah. So, they get they get these tickets. They have to now go to traffic school. And explain this bullshit to me. There's apparently a bunch of different kinds of traffic school. Like, I honestly thought they were joking. Yeah, there's apparently there's gourmet traffic school where you, you learn how to cook. And comedy traffic, traffic school. Oh, yeah, they went to the, quote, comedy traffic school. They got some, I don't know if she's a real stand-up comedian. I watch a lot of stand-up comedy, like on Comedy mm-hmm. Central and stuff, and I don't recognize her, so I don't think she is. No. Oh, and by the way, her voice, I don't know, I don't know if, they did this, but her voice sounded completely dubbed over. Hmm. It sounded completely ADR'd to me. Weird. Yeah. Just hers, not everyone else's, but just the comedians. I, I did not <clears throat> notice that. I, I noticed it. The, the sound was way off. Weird. But yeah, she tells a bunch of stupid jokes. Yeah, they go to a, a traffic school that's supposed to fucking be funny. And, and Claire's like, oh, I made the mistake. I should have gone to the gourmet one. Whatever. And then, just to continue the rich person fantasy bullshit they've got going on here. Yeah. Her and Steve are arguing. And behind them is somebody who, of course, works at a studio and needs somebody to fill in on his show about people arguing. About couples who argue. 
So they end up going from traffic school mm-hmm. to be on a TV show. Yeah, which is only local, so they, they think it's beneath them now. Yeah, like, what, why are we wasting our time? Right. It's not national. Oh, my God, this show. Oprah. This show has been doing a thing today. <laughs> so, and then they start to make up, and then they start fighting again, and it's ridiculous. Yeah. Like... They're, the the way they act in this entire episode is ridiculous. Yeah. They're just fighting out of nowhere. Yeah, like she, especially Claire, it seems like generally just pissed off. Like, I'm like, are you getting your period? What's wrong with you? Right. But, <clears throat> yeah, it's weird. That's not their normal thing. No. I mean, they, they, they bicker, bicker a little bit, but not like this. Yeah. They're not he said, she said, like, uh, you know, Kevin Bacon and uh, Elizabeth Perkins. <laughs> Oh, and then later in the episode, David mm-hmm. goes to Collins. Yeah. Because doesn't Valerie say something to him like, well, you're her brother, do something? Or was that Brandon? I don't remember. He goes to fuck Valerie. Yeah. Because they're in bed together. Yeah. And she's like, I'm not in the mood. And he goes, why? And essentially she goes, because you guys don't fucking believe me about, what's her name? Kelly. Kelly. And David's like, well, I'll show you how I believe you. So he goes, she does say, like, uh, like, what do you want me to do about it? And he, she goes, I don't know. You're her brother. You should do something. Right. So he goes over to Collins. Luckily, Kelly is gone because she went home to sleep. Mm-hmm. And he threatens him, which is hysterical, except and then he does this thing. I don't know what this was exactly. Some kind of male posturing, like, uh-huh. where he's just like leaning over him and smiling yeah it was weird <laughs> like, i don't get it he says if you don't stop giving he's like i don't give a fuck what you do but if you don't stop giving drugs to my sister then the only thing that'll be going up your nose is my fist yeah which is a very fun line and then he maybe he was trying not to laugh at the ridiculousness of the statement <laughs> maybe i don't know i don't know what was going on on his face but i mean it was it was like basically like i'm taller than you so i win i don't know yeah i think that's what it was <laughs> and so then colin's pissed and he goes to talk to valor and he's like oh you sicked your boyfriend on me she's like i didn't do anything of the sort and then he's like, just tell tell them to stay out of our lives. She's like, they don't give a shit about you. Right. They don't give a fuck about you. All they care about is her. The only one that cares about you is me. Yeah. And she like grabs his hand and stuff. Like, what the fuck, Valerie? I don't like her. Like, I, I don't she, like what she's doing. She needs to, you know, stick with David or let him go because I don't want her to hurt him like this. Yeah. Makes me mad. Um, But... And then the whole episode, Brandon and Susan are going back and forth about whether or not she's going to write the story about uh, Donna's boyfriend, Joe's heart condition, now that he told her, which is a bullshit move. That should never even be considered. Like, Brandon talked to him off the record, Mm -hmm. and he talked to Susan as a person talking to his girlfriend. Right. And she's like, story? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I smell a story. It's funny, too, because Joe is like, I don't want you to write the story because if they get a hint of that I might be, there might be something wrong with me, then my pro career is over. Right. And it's like, it's ridiculous because don't you think that, Joe, don't you think the billion dollar fucking NFL industry, if they draft you, is going to have a doctor examine you? Right. Because they do. 
You know, and your contracts and stuff are, they're not guaranteed in the NFL. They're the only sport where the contracts are not guaranteed. And they, they'll just void your contract. If there's something medically wrong with you, that you're not getting paid. You're not going, you're not going to play in the NFL. So it's like, and they do their due diligence medically. Sometimes there's stuff they don't catch, obviously. But I think that, you know, they catch more and more as the years go by. And, yeah. and technology and stuff gets better for the medical industry. And, I mean, if something really is wrong with his heart that Donna's father picked up, then they're do- they are they have, like, a team of fucking doctors that look over everyone they're, they're going to draft, especially high, if they draft him high, because they're investing literal yeah. millions of dollars into this yeah, person. exactly. Financial investment. Yeah. So... Yeah, so Susan decides she's going to fucking write it. Mm-hmm. And she interviews all these people, which, okay, at the end, she comes. She tells Brandon, I wrote the story. So I'm like, you fucking whore. Yeah. Like, they're going to be done. I knew what was going to happen. And then she's like, but I'm not going to release it. And she tore it up. That's some of the best writing in my career. But she went nosing around talking to people. So I feel like it still could have caused a problem. Oh, for sure. You know, people are going to be paying attention to it now. Yeah, the whole the whole the whole point of view of the story being kind of like we pointed out before the the athletic department's doctors like, oh no, you can play at school. Yeah, <laughs> or it's like, yeah, of course they have a vested interest. So, for some reason, and I am assuming it's just for the poeticness of it, mm-hmm. Brandon's watching. Their football practice and Joe's running up and down the bleachers. I, I think someone, I, someone's put, they're playing soccer. Okay. A soccer game is going on, and while the soccer game is going on, Joe has picked those bleachers to run up and down. Yeah, and so basically, Brandon's really just watching him. Yeah, and salivating. It's weird. And his girlfriend comes, and like they're talking about him, watching him running, and mm. it's like I don't know. I didn't like it. I didn't like that whole thing. It seems too weird. It was voyeur-esque. And then they leave. They're going to go drink. Everything's fine. They're happy. Fuck her. Yeah. And well, Donna. Right. And then Donna comes to talk to Joe. And he says he's going to take her out to dinner. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, and it just irritates me. Like, they could have it dragged it out. They could have not set up like this way. But at the end of this, he's grabbing his chest after she's walked away. Yeah, and he's like, oh, no. And that's the end of the fucking episode. Yeah, and it's going to be one of those situations where next episode he'll, you know, he's not going to be in the hospital or anything, but it'll be like, he at some point he'll be doing something athletic, and then he'll grab his heart again, only this time one of them will see, probably Donna. Be like, what's going on? It's like, and it'll come out that this has happened a lot, and he's been ignoring it. And stuff. Right. I mean, honestly, I figured that he'd just collapse and die, but I guess they're going to drag it out. But Yeah, apparently. But that is the episode, Carol. Oh, okay. So. <laughs> what, you have more to say? Well, I, I know that at one point you were, like, wanting to pause it to talk to me, and then you were like, oh. I mentioned it about the, the, uh, the doctors for, okay. for the, uh, the football. Okay. Like they would cover that shit just wanted to make sure so yeah so you can write us at late fee 1994 at aol.com mm-hmm. check out our website at www.retrolatefee.com yep and tell your friends all right we'll see you next time bye bye